This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Thoughts and Talks with Tishney. My name is Tishney De Silva and I'll be your host for this mini-series. On Thoughts and Talks with Tishney, each week we'll talk to a different guest about their experience and their perspectives on COVID-19. A huge thanks goes to ORFM Dunedin for giving me this opportunity. So a little bit about myself. I am Tishney and I relate to this topic so much. I feel like everyone relates to this topic, but uh, basically on the start of the year after my internship, I was going to go to Australia and change my career direction after my internship. And I knew there was this little virus called the coronavirus, but I I just was just like, that's in China, not New Zealand. We're not going to get affected by that. I'm not going to get affected by that. Boy, was I wrong. So I booked before I booked my tickets um, to April and then like in March it was getting serious and I was just like, okay, well, I can't really go now. And then like a week later, the lockdown happened. So, you know, I had to change everything and it did impact me um, because of all the dreams that I had of going to Australia, having the warm weather and you know, the opportunities that Australia has. Um, but, I mean, I, I am extremely lucky because I, it was, it was just my career change um, while others had to change their academic routine, um, mentally really struggled, and lo- even lost their jobs. So I, I feel lucky, but um, today we're going to talk with our first guest, um, at a student at Otago University who had been impacted because students had to change their whole academic routine. Um, sh- but she also happens to be my bestest best friend in the whole wild world. Of almost 10 years. Yeah, I definitely think that's about that right. That's, that's crazy. Oh, my gosh. We were like 13 when we first met. The first first day of high school. So Okay. So Tishley tells this so differently to, I, to me because she absolutely terrified me. So I'd just come to this new school and, like, I didn't really know many people. <laughs> and then Tishley runs up behind me and, like, grabs my back and was like, oh, my God, like, how are you? What's your name? And I had never met someone so out there and enthusiastic. I was terrified for the rest of the day. <laughs> but, I mean, the first day I felt like I found a friend. And, um, yeah, we have been friends ever since. So, yeah, anyway... Let's talk about you. Um, Just introduce yourself, Kelsey, for people who don't know you. Gosh, I'm not right sure what to say. Uh, My (laughs) name's Kelsey. Um, Like Tish said, I am at the Tiger University studying my Master's of Planning. Um, I'm a Scorpio, for those of you into horoscopes. I don't know if I quite relate to my sign. Oh, by the way, Scorpios and Cancers get along really well. So this is, you know, this friendship is good. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, I was I was born in Dunedin, and I've I've lived here my whole life. I, I did spend a year in Vanuatu the last year doing some volunteer work, but I'm but I'm back here where I grew up, and I quite like it. And we went to Otago Girls, the best school, high school. Oh, loved it. I, I loved it. I mean, we're pretty biased, but you know, it's a really good school. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, so how does COVID impact you? Like, what are you doing now? Now you're doing planning, but how how is that going after COVID? Um. So COVID was really quite difficult for me, mm-hmm. particularly as a student. Um, it was just our t- so we basically we were sitting in our lecture theatres and we had this like this like list, you know, those drawers where everyone guesses a a date of when the university would shut down and whoever got the date <laughs> the closest would get ten bucks. And so right. at the start we kind of thought it was oh my gosh this is such a joke what a laugh. And then it happened, yeah. and everything changed. Like suddenly, we weren't really taught, like didn't really get to talk to our lectures very often. All of our lectures were over Zoom, and like where my house is, because we're slightly rural. Like the Wi-Fi was terrible, so every time my lecturer would try to talk to me, I just couldn't talk back. Yeah. But like my whole family were having a blast because they were all off work, yeah. so they were like painting the house doing the gardening, yeah. being active, and I was, like, stuck in the house just watching them have fun, trying to, like, continue doing all my academic study. It was quite difficult. Yeah. How did you motivate yourself? Because if I was stuck at home, I think I would just watch Netflix and eat. Like, that, that would probably be it. And, like, for 10 minutes, I'll, like, study. <laughs> yeah, then take, like, a really long break. Long break. <laughs> motivation is like literally the hardest thing because I'm exactly the same like <laughs> like I couldn't start a Netflix show because I'm really bad like once I start watching something yeah. I have to finish it oh, yeah. like I just started watching Julie and the Ghosts terrible show love really? it <laughs> I love it so much singing teenagers oh, in the best you like teenagers no like, you know like <laughs> You know those like like Disney shows from like our childhood. Yep. It's kind of like that. So I like real. I'm like, oh my god, it's my youth yeah. captured in a show. Yeah. But no, motivation was hard. I think the only thing that got me motivated was that I have like a crippling fear of failure, particularly mm-hmm. when it comes to yeah. academia. Yeah. So I was like, you must do. get this done. Yeah. Gotta keep moving. Yeah. Must and like everything because I was doing like law. I'm doing law. Like I have to take law papers and I've never done law before. Yeah. So like everything was really new. It was quite difficult. And how are you finding the law papers? They make me want to cry. <laughs> Is that terrible to say? Nope, nope, I understand it. Yep. No, I've just never done it before. It's completely new, and we're doing RMA law. And <laughs> Yeah, like I know you did geography in your undergrad. Mm. How is that different to planning? Um, Quite different. So when I did my geography undergrad, I had quite an interest in development studies. Yeah. So that's kind of looking at how um, initiatives you can make can be benefit the South or even development in your own countries when looking at poverty and things like that. So I had quite a narrow focus when I did my geography. And now I've come into planning and it's quite different. It's looking at like how the decisions you make can shape the environments that we're in, which is really interesting, particularly Mm -hmm. coming out of post-COVID because COVID has changed the profession entirely. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been really different. So, like, you know, before I was learning about, like, India and, you know, what different strategies may work due to, like, cultural barrier like cultural differences within the regions and things like that to now I'm looking at how we can regenerate cities and you know promote economic viability through so are you are you saying like it's a good thing that COVID happened because now you have a lot to learn a lot to learn about I mean I definitely (laughs) would not go that way I think it's definitely made planning as a profession interesting right Mm -hmm. because having to plan for a post-COVID world will be quite difficult and and like everything's changed like um the RMA they want to kind of dismiss the R- RMA is like our main legislative framework that shapes how we do planning right. and like the government's like down with the RMA and so 
just to kind of get things going and stuff. So that will change, like, when I go into the workforce, that will change my job significantly. Yeah, yeah. Also, going back, how was just being on lockdown? Like, was it easy not having to wake up in the morning, drive to university, you know, get dressed, get dressed before driving to university, hopefully? Um, How was that, like... At, like now at home, how did you find that? Was it easier or was it more challenging? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Some days I was so lazy that I would just wake up, roll over, grab my laptop and start working and like wouldn't get up and have a shower until like two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So like, and I, parking at the university is a nightmare and I uh-huh. do not, I did not miss that struggle. I'm like, oh my God, my house has such great parking. I don't even have to move. It was great. But also, like, difficult not having access to the libraries and stuff like that. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, best co- – didn't have to buy lunches anymore. Oh, best ho- And, like, mm-hmm. my mum my, – both my parents are chefs. And so, like, the meals during lockdown were incredible. Your dad's toasted bread or something of that sort is to die for. When I was in year 10, we had – we went to Kelsey's house. And her dad made this, like, bread – with hummus or something like that and literally that was my favorite thing in the whole wide world for that amount of time I mean it's still like really good but uh it was to die for it's so good and she's just like oh it was just toast on hummus hummus on toast it literally is it was just toast like that pumpkin creamer hummus and cheese. And Tishney has so been good. frothing for so it good, since though. then. So good. See, you should have come to live with us. Like my dad was making soufflés, trying out some creme brulee recipes. Like I ate well in lockdown. Like I put on <laughs> so much weight. Oh, my God. That's the bad thing during lockdown because you can't really do anything and you're just eating constantly. So much food. See, that's my dream. My dream dream is just to be able to sit in my house and just eat all day, every day. And not gain weight. Yes. Just not in in a lockdown. I'd still like to be able to leave my house (laughs) every now and again. Yeah. Um, How did your professors show, I mean, like, compassion during lockdown? Like, did they give you extensions or...? yeah, they were really good. I mm-hmm. I have to give it to my lecturers because I, I have two in particular, Claire and Ash, and they went above and beyond to try and make the lockdown um, as the best possible, you know, as good as possible. That's terrible English, gosh, Kelsey. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, they gave us tons of extensions on all mm-hmm. of our assignments and they would, like, call us individually to make sure that we were going okay or, like, to give us extra help if we needed it. And then the university as a whole kind of came to the rescue and gave everyone, like, a 5% bump on oh, their final cool. grade. So, like, say, you you know, A is really good and a C is, like, a pass, but that's the spectrum. So, like, if you got a B, then they would automatically bump it up to a B plus with this five extra points. So that was just a godsend that is so unfair on my part because last year so many of my papers were like 79 like a b plus and i had to have one more point to get an a but nope it was 79 i it was just heartbreaking so you know i'm just jealous see you should have studied in lockdown (laughs) nah I would still prefer I would still prefer to go to uni any other day. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about your job. Well, your past job. 
you in high school, Kelsey did um, a part-time job like every weekend, and it was insane because she did it every weekend and she still managed to get like all excellences. How did you do that before, like during masters? I'm confused what you're asking. Like, how do I work and this, study? This, yeah, work and study during this year. Um, to be fair, I actually haven't been doing a lot of working this year because mm-hmm. obviously, because at Lance Castle where I work, they're amazing. Um, but because it's a like a business completely funded, well, it's, we rely on tourism. Yeah, and due to the COVID, oh, yeah, true. There's yeah. no tourism, so like, sadly. I think like over half our staff got cut. Oh. That might be a slight exaggeration, but a lot of people lost their jobs. Yeah. And then for me, they I managed to keep my contract, um, but there just isn't a lot of work, so I just really haven't been working since then. Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair, has actually been both hard economically because obviously I still have bills to pay. Yeah. I mean, I'm luckier than most because I get a student loan. So I and you was, live with your parents and I, right now. Yeah. And I live with my parents. Yeah. So I was really lucky. But my parents are also in the hospitality business as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, money did definitely become a bit of a, a, bit of a fear. Yeah. But, yeah. But, hmm. Going back to lockdown and now how it is now, how stressful has it been going back to uni, like the first day of uni after um, lockdown and everything when you went back I'm not sh- I'm not sure if I would call it stressful yeah. more like a massive massive relief oh really yeah like going in on the first day yeah and then just because like every because everyone in planning is such lovely people that you just enjoy being around so going into like the lecture theater on the first day and seeing all their faces and everyone's laughing and smiling and talking about how much they hated lockdown and it was just honestly it was really really nice i i'm so i'm so grateful that we didn't go into another lockdown i much prefer being able to go back into uni that's that's really good um, now, do you go back to? Did you go back to study in the library afterwards, or were you kind of hesitant because of the whole lot of people in the library? Um, I was, to be fair, I was quite hesitant yeah. to begin with, so I didn't go into the library. Thankfully, in planning, we kind of have our own studio. Oh, cool! Yeah, um, but we were, to be fair. I don't know whether I should bet this, but we were terrible with the social distancing rules. Oh, really? Well, because we spent so much time together um, in a class. So we were kind of like our own little bubble. Yeah. And I remember this one time, it was maybe like a day before we kind of came out of the locked, the, the different, the social distancing levels. And we'd all decided that we'd had a half day and we were going to go get some ice cream. And so we all like piled into the lift, the elevators at university. And you're only allowed two people in there at a time during the social distancing. So there's about seven of us in this elevator. And we get down Kelsey, and we're all Kelsey, like, Kelsey. I know it's terrible, but we're all like buying our ice cream and we're having a great time. Mm. And then this lady, I, she just like looks at us and put all of her stuff down and started taking photos of us. <gasps> and we felt so <laughs> bad. Like we knew that we were like those terrible people that were ruined. Like, you know, oh, yeah. we felt horrible. But I just, I was so surprised that she actually, like, she was that aware that she was like, mm hmm, I see what's going so on here. This you. is not okay. Yeah. Photo time. <laughs> like, you know, like on scary movies, like, you on candy camera now? Like, oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That, that is actually really funny. Yeah. Do you think she showed your um, principal, not the principal, who, vice chancellor? 
Hey, <laughs> I don't know because like if that was me, I could take the picture, but I wouldn't know where to send it. I'd be like, cool. Now I have like a picture of like seven random people on my phone. Like I'm, I'm so uncertain what to do with this. I don't know what she did. We definitely didn't get in trouble or anything like that. That's good. That's but I think it was an eye opener for us that like even though we were kind of like, oh, you know, we are a little bubble ourselves. Yeah. No, other people didn't know that, and they did not appreciate it at all. No, I don't appreciate it. So, it's so judging you right now. I know. To be fair, <laughs> I feel like I'm quite a selfish person, right? Like, oh, it's not great. Oh, how is your like? How hard was it to pick up where you left off? Um, ooh, I want to say not too difficult but Mm -hmm. this is for me because when we ended our semester we ended it in the lockdown and then we kind of went on break so when we kind of when the lockdown finished was the start of our new semester so it was kind of like starting fresh so it didn't seem that difficult to pick up it yeah yeah, it was yeah it kind of just flowed quite nicely like I think the lockdown actually kind of ended at the right time for us to be able to come back a new semester and just go go hard oh that's that's really good so you finished off your other papers kind of thing yeah oh that's good so you're like starting fresh yeah like brand new topics everything like that so yeah but oh that's cool the only problem we had during the lockdown was that we were meant to do a group project on looking at housing affordability in Queenstown. Yeah. Um, so we were meant to go to Queenstown and do this really big trip there and go see everything, and we couldn't do that anymore. So during the lockdown, we all had to sit behind our computer screens and, like, like do the, you know, the street view? Yeah. So we had to, like, <laughs> climb through street view, like, trying to, like, look at, like, Queenstown and be like, oh, wow, is that a new housing development? And, like... Street View was so old, it was so difficult. And, like, there's five of us, like, in our own little houses, just, like, scrolling down the same streets together, just Just trying to find (laughs) Right. Yeah. Were you social distancing then or not? Oh, yeah, we were in our homes. We couldn't even talk to each other at the point. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Um, Yeah, so, like, this year... What were you planning to do in 2000? I know we were planning to go to Wellington and Queenstown. That didn't happen. But... (laughs) No, I literally feel like every time we make plans to do something... Something comes up. Yeah, it's like lockdown, level three, coronavirus. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. Everything, like, legit. Like, we can't plan a holiday. But right now, everything is kind of getting, you know, back to normal. Well, it is back to normal. So we should go on go to Queenstown. Yeah, like do a road trip. Oh, apparently there's like this really cool deal where you can like hire... We're going to like not bungee jumping, but the swing, okay? No, I yes, refuse we, to do it. We are, okay, No, Kelsey. I'm terrified of heights. Why would you put me through I'm that? I'm terrified of heights too, but we're doing this. I, I, how about I watch you do I'm it? I'm peer pressuring you. <laughs> so much peer pressure. How about I just watch you from afar? No, I don't want to do it by myself. Because what if I die? I don't want to die alone. <laughs> then I can plan the most beautiful funeral for you. <laughs> That's so morbid. But then again, we do know our funeral plans. This is so weird, but I think first year at uni, we just sat together one day. And I don't know how this came about, but we planned our, each other's funerals. Is this, It's weird, right? I, I don't think is. other best friends do this kind of stuff. I but, think it is really weird. I think it's because we didn't want our parents to plan our funerals. That's true. That is true. Because, like, I know exactly what my mother would plan, and I was like, that's not me. Me too. 
but now we know. So you know, if someone dies, <laughs> exactly. But still not doing the bungee jumping. I'm, not, I'm, I don't want to do bungee jumping. I want to do the swing. Why can't we just go to the dinosaur park and I can like push you on a swing, like woo? Because I'm not twelve. I mean, <laughs> not even twelve, like six. <laughs> I mean, I still enjoy a good swing every now and again, and I'm not 12, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that, those plans have changed. But um, what other plans were you going to have? Um, I don't know if I had many plans this year. Oh, I guess in the summer I wanted to do a summer internship mm-hmm. uh, just to get a bit of experience. But um, because of the COVID, no one's really taking on interns, and so they're just... Oh, really? Yeah, so a lot of us in our class just haven't managed to get them, and I, ha- I haven't either, so that's a bit of a shame. Oh, hopefully in the near yeah. future you do. Exactly. And then, like, after I finish, after I graduate, which will hopefully be the end of next year. Oh, gosh, next year. Me and one oh. of the boys from our class decided we were going to, like, backpack across Europe. We were, like, take a big break. Yeah. And now with all this COVID, we're like, probably not. Probably, probably won't no. be doing that. I don't think the borders are opening up to Europe anytime soon. No. But, I mean, what do you think about the trans bubble? Is it trans bubble? Transmania bubble? With Australia? Yeah, what do you think about that? I mean, it's hard because I'm not affected by it because the, I'm not travelling to Australia That's true. any yeah. time soon. Yeah. But part of me is like, I guess the, the borders had to reopen eventually. Eventually, yeah. And at Inevitable, least, yeah. Yeah, and at least with Australia, like, I don't know, there's a good relationship there, so, like, managing that would be a bit easier. I wondered whether it might be better have actually done it with the Pacific Islands because with their tourism, they're really struggling as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking too. And, like, they don't really have many COVID cases, so, like, like, possibly it could have been safer, whereas I know Australia had that big flare-up. Yeah, in Melbourne. Was it Melbourne? I was going to say Victoria. That shows you So This is funny because I was going to go to Melbourne. So I'm so, so lucky. Definitely, that was because it was almost like they had no cases, no and then, like, and then like, boom, bam. yeah. <laughs> you can tell we've been friends for a really long time. <laughs> but yeah, oh my gosh, um, yeah. So has it changed your perspectives on things? Because for me, it I gained a new appreciation for living in New Zealand. Like we have so much security and stability, and how our health officials, um, you know, helped everything and. Yeah, so, like, do you have a new appreciation for New Zealand or, like, what, what kind of um, stuff have you realised? Um, look, I, lo- I to be fair, having not lived in this country for a year, you realise... Oh, yeah, because you were in Vanuatu last year? Yeah, which yeah. was completely different. But you just realise how good... Life is. Yeah, yeah this yeah. country is. Like, how yeah. much that we take for granted mm. all of the time. Yeah. And I think there was no better place to do, to be that New Zealand during this pandemic I just think it's been incredible yeah and um I think you know the government handled it really well we've kind of formed really strong communities yeah no other place I'd rather be yeah that's true yeah um and the last question is in your opinion when this um pandemic comes to a close however long that would be like I don't know, like five, ten years. What what are the first steps as a global community, as university students or as students or as graduates, um, should we take for to like be prepared for the next pandemic? Hopefully, there's no next pandemic. But what are the next steps? Do you think that we could take as individuals? Or yeah, as, as individuals. Yeah. 
gosh, that's a really... That is a really hard question. It's a, it's, everything's been, it like, is. quite personal opinions. And personal like, opinions. And with the facts. Yeah. Look, I, I don't know. I think maybe this pandemic has taught everyone to be a lot more self-aware about things Definitely. like sickness and things and how easily things can easily spread. Can spread, yeah. So maybe just making sure we take care of ourselves. And social distance. Social, yeah, taking, <laughs> like, taking days off when you're not feeling very well yeah. rather than pushing yourself. Though that can be hard because sometimes you really need the money. But yeah, I think it's just, yeah, taking steps for ourselves. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, that's it. Thank you so much, Kelsey. I'm so grateful that you could come. I know how busy you are and all the best for your exams. Um, and for you guys, I hope you enjoyed the first episode of Thoughts and Talks with Tishni. Um, and I can't wait for you guys to hear about the upcoming episodes with fabulous um, guests. So stay tuned and goodbye for now. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.